Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 212, Charlotte's number one podcast, recorded in a basement, still via Zoom, because, you know, being as safe as we can be, though we do we do have a couple beerio carts when a few people come over on some Friday or Saturday evenings, but, you know, we still got to live a little as well. So yes, it's me, Gerald Nation, Twitter and Instagram, find, me, find us on Facebook at the Beards Watch Podcast, YouTube, they see me rolling which has got our brewery reviews, our beerio carts, our reaction videos. We are planning on doing Panther Watch Party reaction videos again this season. So those should be fun since our team is going to stink out loud. And then listen to our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. And if you're feeling frisky like Jeeves, go buy you a t-shirt or a sticker or... I think that's about all we got right now. Well, We will have long sleeve shirts and hoodies coming up once it gets consistently in 70 to 60, 70 degrees. But yeah, that's about all I got now. We'll pitch it out. Jeebs, man, how you doing? I'm hanging in there. Um, just working like crazy. But other than that, we're just living. <laughs> Having fun with Dr. Jacobs just 5 until 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Doing all that kind of jazz. But yep. uh, wanna, if you want to find me, I am on Instagram and Twitter at Jeebs1988. All right, and the man, I think he was on one of our last in-person podcasts in the basement before we shut every, yeah, before we shut it all down because he kind of got too hot on the spot with COVID. Cam, man, how you doing? I'm good, man, hanging, I'm good, just hanging in there. Um, Like you guys said, taking everything a day at a time. Uh, If you guys do want to find me, you can find me at All Out of Favors on any social media uh, yeah, but like I said, just taking it one day at a time and just trying to do my best to get us all through. So are you, are you good with work? Uh, yeah, work's good. Uh, I've been home since late April. Okay. Uh, so the days are kind of starting to stack on as far as, you know, doing the same thing in and out every <laughs> single day. Yeah. It's still, I do enjoy being home for sure. Now, did you go back to your parents' house? For this, or are you are you at your spot here in Charlotte? I'm at my spot here in Charlotte. Okay, okay. Well, then we definitely got to slide through at some point and get on one of these burial carts on a Friday, Saturday night. Bring the switch anytime. <laughs> All right, now our guest, longtime buddy of ours, was here and met him in Greensboro. Was in our fraternity, same one Cam and I were in. Then lived in Charlotte for a little bit. It was wild. I put it up on social media. I couldn't believe it was seven years ago where he was smoking two black and milds on my back apartment porch. I was like, oh, isn't this this is ironic? Coming up right now, we had a whole bunch of shenanigans with beer fests and just all kinds of Saeed stuff. A guy we always still tell the story about the only guy who almost got into a fight at Saeed's because of. 25 cent water or 15 cent water or whatever it was. It was. That was like one of the last couple of nights they actually had the gas station in the front and they changed it to a snow cone place. So, uh, Chris Lucci, man, how you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. Holy, can, I, can I curse? I'll you can. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. I forgot Saeed's was a fucking thing, man. That was a fucking mood. Dude, I took... Well, they'll never find me, but I took so many fucking signs from that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why after... I had, like, I had a 
like it down to a science, I'd go in and I'd take a credit card and I'd unscrew all the signs. Yep. And like, you only caught me one time, and I don't think I ever went back. But <laughs> yeah, you, you got a lot of them. Yep. Dude, I had them like this high under my bed, and I fucking, <laughs> I think they're still there back home. Like, Do you? Literally... I'm going to bring this one up because it just popped to my mind speaking of the Saeed's night. It was, <laughs> it was like one of the last cup. Well, it was still when Jerry and I had that rental house, and you brought those that two those two girls back. The one girl that called you Captain America or something, and you guys like a, you broke a couple picture frames in my little man cave game room, and I had to entertain the other friend outside in the living room while you guys were hooking up. Remember, she had the long, the long red hair. I can't remember what her name was, but that was like the one of our last times. I tell you what, you couldn't pay me to paint a picture of her because I don't fucking remember it all. I do fucking remember because the bed, like the guest bed, I just remember it felt like a toy car bed. No, 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 no. no. This was different because somebody, no, somebody else. I think like. Jeeves or somebody had fallen asleep in the guest bed, so you used that little side game room with the leather couch, and you just couch. you let it go on the floor. You were just like you were just tearing it up on the floor because you came out the next morning. You were like, "Hey man, I broke a couple of these picture frames. I'll, I'll spot you a couple bucks." It's like it's all good, man. They're from Walmart. Yeah. Oh my god, now I remember. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I would, like I, did, I bought you those picture frames too. Right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it was all good. It didn't matter either way, but yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the deal was, but like hooking up with her was just like uncomfortable. We were like, yeah, the floor is going to be the better idea for sure. Yeah. And fucking just start knocking shit over. Yep. Fucking goddamn. I think we, we broke something like mid hookup. Yes. And that was like, I just did a face like, and I, I'm pretty sure the verse was that one now was like, that's coming out of your pocket. <laughs> I think you called her like you called her like Big Red or something because she had red hair and she had like a real country dark voice and we were we were just dying and then like because you were like I'll call you back later, baby, and they like left at like three a.m. from my place and then like I remember we would see her randomly the next like couple months or throughout the year and you would either already like you'd already gone or you just weren't with us. She was. Like, and she'd be like, he never called me back or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we met, we, it was like a, it was a karaoke night, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's always karaoke there. Yeah. That's, yeah. Always fucking karaoke. It's like, man, I fucking, I forgot that was even a fucking thing, man. Yeah. I was trying I to. Call her. If it was Big Red, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Cause that's like the most cliche name <laughs> for like a tall redhead. But like, yeah. God damn. Funny as fuck. Yeah. I do remember the next you know, yeah. fucking picture. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so take us take us back because again you stopped and when Jerry and I bought our, our house we're in now, you stopped in on your way out to the West Coast. So take us through what was your decision yes. on that and then just kind of like a quick synopsis of your travels out there and all that kind of good stuff. So um, actually, it's, I guess it's like the best place to like go like in full depth of like yeah. the whole trip. So, and, uh, I'm, I know my mom's never going to see this, but the first week, 
the first week, I, I just remember thinking, like, I had a really nice job in North Carolina. I was, like, selling insurance at Red Ventures, right? Yeah. I was fucking making more money than I knew what to do with. I would go to the bar and be like, everyone gets a fucking drink. I was like, yeah. And I still walked home with, like, a couple, couple grand in my fucking pocket. It was awesome. I had literally more money than I knew what to do with. Um, but the, And then I was literally about to, like, I like it had been one semester that I took off to just live at home. And then literally the next semester, I was like looking at apartments and like just about to like get like a really nice apartment. And then just before, I think it was like March or April or something like that. I can't remember what month it was, but I was just like thinking, I was like, man, I, I, I fucking, I've been in North Carolina since I was six. Like I literally have seen fucking nothing. Yeah. Like never saw anything. Furthest I think I went um, was when I was like a baby. I went to Disneyland. I like San Diego. I was like eight. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I never left North Carolina. And so um, I uh, I went out to some bar one night, typical fucking like, like, it's like a Thursday, Friday night, something like that. And I was at the bar and then I uh, was strong, having a good time. I was actually with Pumit at the time. Okay. Um, we were chilling. And there was some kid that came up to me and was like, this is going really in depth. I don't know how long you want me to fucking talk for, but go for it, man. It's a good bit that happens. So, um, some some guy comes up to me at the bar. And he's like sweating. He's like looking like kind of crazy. I'm like, he's just real fucked up. And he's like, dude, this girl like wants to like, I don't know. She wants to move in with me, but I gotta get to LA and like, you know, I gotta do my music thing. Blah blah. blah. He was just talking to me about that, and I was like, he's just asked her to move in with you, man. And he was like. Fuck yeah, okay. And then, like, they went and talked for, like, two seconds. He was like, really? And then they just both started bawling, crying, and hugging each other at the bar. And I was like, oh, my God, this was, like, a moment. Holy fuck. No. bar at, like, 11 o'clock at night. It was so weird. And then, like, the next thing he said was, like, was, like, here, man, take this bag of shrooms, go in the bathroom, and, like, just take a big old bite out of them. And I was like, oh. for like 
two, maybe three weeks. So, like, we went to, like, a, the Firefly Festival. It was fucking amazing. Um, and then from there, like, I started just hitting different cities and states with, like, uh, people I knew. By the time I got back down to Charlotte, that's when I saw y'all. Yeah. I went to Greensboro for one night, and I was like, bye forever, pretty much. <laughs> so, like, a couple people and like, fucking... And then I came to Charlotte. Everyone was mad at me in Greensboro because I was there for, like, a couple of hours. I, like, I didn't know I was going to do this. And like, did I see you in Greensboro? I don't remember, actually. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I literally... I'm pretty sure I saw maybe, like, four people total. And, like, I texted, like, you and, like, a bunch of other people. And, like, it just was, like, like the timing of everything just fucking sucks. But... But I, I knew I like had to keep moving. So wait, so, so, so uh, you came into Jake's and you, like you said in the beginning of your story, you're like, "Yo, I'm buying shots for everybody." So we're all going nuts because it's like, "Yo, you just came back nowhere. You're buying shots for everybody, and you bought like 13 shots off the roof. Damn! So we're all drinking. We're all just <laughs> up. And yeah, I had, I had more money than I knew what to do with at the time. <laughs> I was just like, "Fuck it!" Like I'm buying everybody shots forever. All of a sudden, you disappeared. You're just gone. <laughs> we were like, where did Luchi go? Luchi came, you bought shots, we had a good time, and then you were just gone. We were like, I guess he left. That was it. So that's why. Because I was we... never there, Cam. It was just the wind. <laughs> and then I flew away like a spirit. <laughs> he, he brought a doppelganger and to go in there and buy the shots, and then he wasn't even really there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I paid them. Yeah. I paid them more money than I knew what to do with. <laughs> um, I actually think I might remember what happened. I, I think I was I I think I was with my friend Katie that night and like I might have hooked up with Katie. Oh, no doubt in my mind that's exactly what happened. I know in my mind he went there, bought shots, and that girl, he probably told the Katie girl, like, this is what I'm doing. And she's like, well, you want some road sex, like, before you leave to say goodbye? And I, if I know Lucci, because he stayed here in Charlotte for, like, three or four years, he would always he'd come over and be like, yo, man, this girl, she lives an hour away, but I know I can get my dick sucked or we can have sex in the back of the car. But, like, the ride back's going to suck. But I, I'm ready to go down there, and we'd be like, Look, man, you got to do what you got to do, but I'm just telling you, like, it's an hour drive, man. And then that drive, and he's like, I know, man, but I'm just like, Lucci, just keep drinking or go to sleep or just go do your thing, man, whatever. So hey. I guarantee that girl, Katie or whatever, was like, hey. I don't, I don't remember. It might not have been Katie. It might have been. I, I know there was some girl there. Absolutely. And I, I'm pretty positive that's why I left. Was, I mean. Because I was like, last night yes. in Greensboro, fuck. Yes. I mean, Cam, everybody here knows women that if, if you're a single dude and you just tell them and they're like your friends and you've hooked up with them before or whatever, and you're like, yo, this is my last night before I head across to West. Fucking Fife, Fife goes West over here. How many, like, there's so many girls like, that's good. That means I have no, like, hold down. Like, like how many girls are like, look, this is no hold down. Like, I can just get a quick in. Everybody gets what they want. I mean, boom. That's no doubt in my mind. Oh, I gotta tell you, what, but you can't get the yo. Hit me back up in like an hour. We can all kick it again. And then, I was like, all right, cool. That hour didn't happen. <laughs> I feel it. Yeah, I understand it. Too much say goodbye, Cam. Yeah. You don't get it. Yeah. I can't do it. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's fair though. That is true. It would be tough to say peace to all of them. Yeah, I gotta tell you though, it was definitely probably that whole fucking year that I was traveling was the greatest pickup line of my oh, life. Yeah, it was like I'm just passing through. I'm heading west to play music. My name is Chris. What's yeah. Up? Oh, I've been like fucking night always ended smoothly. Yes, I'm easy. Easy panty dropper, because they, they know where you're at. There's no, like, there's no, there's no going to be a connection. There's no let me get your number for later. It's just, hey, nope. a one night, we can get what we both need, and let's keep it, you know, keep the, keep it going. So, Dude, I, I have so many, so many fucking hilarious fucking stories about, like, in the midst of my travel of how that line worked. It was one where I was, that like, first one that comes to mind, I was at Trey Leibster's place, and... <laughs> He was like, I was like, he's in El Paso. Yep. And he, he's like, man, there ain't nothing but dirt Mexicans out in El Paso. Like, <laughs> fucking nothing out here. And I was like, well, like, show me around. Like, let's go fucking, like, see, like, the town. And, like, went out that, uh, uh, went out in town that night. And, like, there wasn't fucking anybody out. And, like, I was like, all right, we'll fucking hop on the Tinder game or, like, whatever. Literally just that line. Just, like, here for one night. What's up? I leave tomorrow. Fucking, like, Easiest fucking move that I ever fucking was able to pull. Oh, I believe Just it. fucking I here believe for literally it. twelve more hours. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. So you left. So you left Charlotte. Now I do remember because you were Snapchatting like crazy at that time. Snapchat stories and everything. Didn't you break down like two hours into your trip? Oh my god! I forgot about that. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, dude. I was like, it was. Honestly, I almost took it as a sign of, like, Liz G, were never meant to leave here. Like, I mean, literally, like, not kidding, like, an hour and a half, yeah. two hours in. It was ridiculous. I, like, was like, okay, Mom, goodbye. Like, I already said goodbye to you. Yep. And, like, goodbye to, like, fucking everybody I could in, like, North Carolina. And then I was like, I love everybody. Peace out. And I, like, hit the road. And I was like, I can't wait to, like, what is that sound what i've never heard that's my car make that sound yeah before. what the fuck is that and then literally like in the middle of the fucking highway like um heading towards like the direction of like columbia south carolina because that's where my brother was at um and i think that was my next stop yep. maybe but literally on that fucking highway in the middle of the fucking road just started slowing down twice it fucking happened twice on that same highway. <laughs> I didn't make it to the next fucking auto parts store, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, I'm never supposed to leave. Yeah. I'm not supposed to leave. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I got it fixed, and I was like, I, I just got to keep fucking going. Because, like, I convinced myself in my mind, like, I'm going to get into more trouble down the road. I just have to fucking keep going. Are you a sports fan and wondering why guys like LeBron James and Dwayne Wade are drinking wine rather than the bush light you might be drinking right now? What if I told you I'd be willing to give you $50 in free wine to find out? High quality wine is both enjoyable and easier on your body. So if you've been thinking about trying some good quality wine, but you're not really sure where to start, you're stuck in the house and looking for some entertainment, or you're already a wino and looking to try something new, I've got a great idea for you. Scout Circle allows you to have a variety of wines that are cleanly crafted and handpicked by a level 3 sommelier automatically shipped to your doorstep at your desired frequency. All the wine inside will be in, will be free of any chemicals or added sugar that you'll see in most wines in the store 
and they'll have the lowest possible amount of sulfites included. So you can forget about the beer bloat while you're drinking or the headache the next day that won't come with the highest quality of wine out there. And each box comes with fun facts to teach you about the wine that you're drinking and, you'll, and about the small vineyard that you're helping to support. Plus, if you're still hesitant, all the wine in your box will come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you're unsatisfied with a bottle for any reason, just let me know and I'll replace it for you with the same one or any other wine on my site at equal or lesser value. To sign up, just head to my Instagram at wineunderthebridge and click the link in my bio. If you have any questions when you get there, just send me a DM. I'll be happy to help. New members that sign up for this program before the end of May will receive $50 in free wine credits when they receive their third shipment to use on any additional bottles that you left. So head over to at wineunderthebridge on Instagram and eliminate the guesswork while trying something new and fun with your family or friends. A glass of wine a day will keep your beer good away. Cheers! So you're going out west. You finally got the car troubles out of your way. Like you said, you hit... What was kind of maybe the coolest spot you checked out before you finally hit California? Didn't you stay at some owl hatching place, or didn't you do like a work study, or were you a migrant worker or some crazy shit? That was actually out here in Colorado. Okay. That was absolutely the coolest thing I did on the way. Like every city I went to, if I didn't make friends or if I didn't have friends, I like – well, I either had friends in each city and state, or I made fucking friends. I'd be at a bar and be like, hey, I'm here. Like, I got nowhere to stay. Like, put me up. Like, bought people drinks so they knew I was not a fucking weirdo. I didn't have the mustache at the time, so I was way less weird. But <laughs> the coolest fucking thing I did was I was kind of sort of planning to pass through Colorado because my best fucking friend since I was like eight lived here in Colorado. He's been here for like like, now I guess he's been here for, like, eight-plus years or something like that, like, since college started up until now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he was, like, like, I was, like, I, every place I went, I kept, like, I can't get go to Colorado. Like, it's not, like, in my trajectory of, like, getting to L.A. He was, like, I promise you, he's, like, just come out for, like, a little bit just to see what it's like. I was, like, all right, he's the only person I fucking know there. I got to go see him, right? I haven't seen him in forever. So I come out here. And he goes, he goes, drive up to Manitou Springs. He's, he's, he's an, he was an orthonologist at the time, which is like the study of birds, right? Okay. And he was specializing in owl studies. And, and so I went up to go see him, and they were in like this single cabin out in the middle of fucking nowhere, surrounded by woods. It was goddamn gorgeous because you could see like the mountains overhead, and like it was green as could be, and like the air was just like so fresh because like nobody was fucking out there. And he was like, just stay for a little bit. And I was like, okay, like, I'll stay. And, like, his friends were all cool and stuff. And the next day, I was going to leave, and he was like, why don't you come out on, like, a, like a morning hike with us? I was like, okay, cool. So we go out on a morning hike, and they keep going up to, like, these trees that they had, like, marked off, like, ch- like chalked up, right? And they he pointed to the top of the tree, and it was a big old, like, owl hole in these trees. So what they were doing was they were just taking owls, literally, physically, out of the trees, and, like, measuring them and taking blood and stuff like that, like, doing a bunch of science shit. Of course, I'm here, fucking Joe Schmo, and I don't want any of this fucking stuff. So I'm just like, how many owls can I fucking fit in my two hands at one time? And he was like, dude, you can put them on your shoulders and in your hands. And I was like, let's fucking do that. And so he grabbed, like, a fucking, like, bushel of owls. I don't know what you call, like, a, a bunch of owls. 
and he brought them down for them to study. And then he just let me hold a bunch of baby owls. And like, it was like, this was like, I was already like a couple months into my trip and I'd seen and done a lot of shit, but like literally like nothing could compare to like one that experienced it. Two to the fucking softness of a baby owl. It's the softest fucking thing I've ever felt in my life. And they like, they like click when they're hungry. And like, it, it was just such a wild like experience. And like, I would just like climb these ladders with them and like get owls. Like, it, like, some, like I've never done anything like that before. Um, but it was just like, I don't know. Maybe it was just like, cause it was one of my best friends at the time. And like, it just seemed very surreal and like, super down to earth. Um, but then after doing a couple of, like, the night trips, I was like, okay, I gotta get out of the woods because, like, there was nothing but moths out there, and, like, if the only light you have is a headlight, they fucking just come at you. <laughs> and then it was, like, like, fucking, I felt like I was driving, like, 60 miles an hour there hit my headlight that fast. <laughs> um, so what, yeah, like, speaking of driving, though, how was yeah. that, those driving long stretches of being in a car by yourself? There was definitely, man, there was some really interesting times. So this was back when I was riding, like, constantly, right? Yeah. So, like, um, every fucking day I would go in my journal and, like, write what the experience was like. And, like, there were some days, like, if I look back and read at it, it was like, this is so freeing. Like, I don't even know where the fuck I'm going to end up. Like, yeah. I literally just picked a direction in the country. Yeah. And just started driving. Yeah. And, like... It, it was the most liberating feeling I, I ever had in my life. Nice. It was like, like the most cliche, like wind in your hair, like throwing music on the stereo, like so fucking free. But there were also some like really fucking dark moments. Yeah. Like, there was times where like, you know, like it sounds silly, but like I didn't have any like cell service in a lot of those places. <laughs> like was literally on the roof of my car with a big ass map like highlighting my route I mean like well that's the fucking gas station there and like 85 is a couple miles that way doing my pinky kind of tracking up with my pinky how many miles it would be um yeah there were moments where like like I didn't want to spend my money on like hotels because like I had a lot of money but like I didn't want to waste it on like luxurious like hotels all the yeah. time you know yeah so I would just like in my car and uh there would be moments where like there was one specific moment i could think of where i was literally driving west and like i was like this fucking close to being out of gas if my car was like barely starting like i had to stop my car and start i don't know fucking lord knows how i fucking got that car moving um at all but the closest gas station I could see was like five miles away. And I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to make it. Yeah. And it stopped at some point on the highway. And like, it was just dark. And there was no sounds of any cars out at all. And I was like, if a fucking truck passes me, he'll fucking he can pull out and wreck my ass if he wants. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I been, I, it was a scary moment. So yeah. I'll say that. Even when I finally... Just barely got to that gas station. Like, it seemed like it was straight out of a haunted movie. It was the only thing that had any lights. There was nothing else on the entire street. It was dead silent. And the only thing you could hear was the clicking of the gas every dollar. And I was like, this is exactly where I fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
I had we had earthquakes. We had like thirty to forty cats that would be outside of his place every night. Um, I literally saw a full ass mugging. Oh. In from his place, I'm my happy ass is like I got nothing to do today. I'm not trying to like I don't have anything planned. I'm just watching The Office like all happy on my fucking laptop, just staring at it. And the next thing I see is some some guy run past my window and he stops at the window and he's like, wait, 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 wait. And then he just gets mugged by like eight fucking dudes. And they like beat the crap out of him. And like, then one dude comes out with a baseball bat, beats the crap out of that dude. It was pretty intense. I don't know how like wow. PG-13 I should be making this podcast but it was fucking intense um but yeah it was uh it was pretty bad um and like the good parts of LA <laughs> were like yeah I'm go to the beach I would see like the sights and like you know I would meet like cool girls that show me like random shit I've never seen before I ate like lobster like oh no that was San Diego sorry um yeah but pretty much I had a fucking terrifying harrowing time in LA <laughs> and I was like I gotta get to LA <laughs> um, so yeah from there I was like LA's definitely not for me yeah so. it's funny it's funny you, I mean you had a harrowing experience like I want to say five or six years ago my work flew me out there just to meet some of the co-workers out there on the Fox lot and it's a different lifestyle out there man you know being from North Carolina it's a very fast paced like keep it moving lifestyle that it be like I said, it just, it wasn't for me. And obviously you realized it wasn't for you either. Um, that kind of lifestyle. So at least you figured it out fast. It was, yeah, it was real fucking fast. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And like, I I really, really wanted to be out there to do like the art thing. Yeah. But like of all the time I spent in Colorado, like all the things I saw and did, like, the people in Colorado are just, like, so warm and, like, welcoming. And, like, I slept on strangers' couches for, like, over a month. And, like, now they're, like, my best fucking friends. Yeah. Like, I didn't fucking know these guys. And they were just, like, yeah, just, like, they were, like, your friends with Ross just crash on our couch for, like, however long you need until you get to L.A. And, like, L.A., the, like, my buddy, he, like, put me out. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. And actually... I shouldn't say it was all terrible because while I was in LA, I learned the banjo, which was fucking cool. Um, and I helped a really good buddy um, of my friends. I helped him. Well, now I guess he's a good friend of mine too, obviously. But I helped him um, build an art show set, like from scratch. It was like he rented out this entire like like building room. It was. I don't know. It was like a very small office space that was like completely torn apart that I helped him, like, rebuild into, like, an art show. And, like, his art, like, was, like, really fucking cool. Actually, I fucking can, like, send you guys the link. You're, like, at, yeah, at Luke sure. Eater, I think is what it is. Yeah. Um, he used to be fucking Greensboro. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, his art is selling for, like, thousands of dollars a piece. It's, like, insane. Like, amazing fucking artwork. Um, and I helped him build the whole fucking set while we were out there. Um, there was, like, a, like... This sounds fucking crazy and made up, but, like, the Mad Hatter crashed this art show that I built for my friend. 
he literally like showed up and was like in full ass makeup, like crazy orange hair with a top hat and like was just walking around saying riddles to people. Like, <laughs> it was such a weird fucking, like, I think I can only find something like that in LA. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I was like, I guess the stories from there that are pretty awesome. It just wasn't meant for me. Like yeah. Colorado, like the whole time I was in LA, everyone from Colorado was just like, come back to Colorado. Yeah. And like, Abby, I can't say it's anything other than home right now. Yeah. It's, it's fucking perfect here. Yeah. That's all. All right. So you're out there in L.A. Then you just – did you decide to drive the California coast? Yeah, I did actually. Um, so, yeah, from L.A., once I was like, give me the fuck out of L.A., I basically was like, I'm going to the bottom, and I'm going to drive all the way up the coast. Yeah. And uh, I got to – I went to San Diego, which is – Unbelievably gorgeous. Yeah. Um, on, like literally, even the peak. I don't know if y'all have been to San Diego, but like, like everything there is gorgeous. Like yeah. the people are gorgeous. Like the sand is like different. It's fucking <laughs> wild. I I, yeah. I don't understand how that happens, but like, I don't know. Everyone's got like a perfect smile, like nice hair, fucking ripped as shit. I'm like, yeah, I don't belong here. Obviously. <laughs> 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 so from there I was like alright I'm just gonna go up the Pacific Coast Highway and like I did a lot of like beach bombing like sleeping like on the beach from there um what else I saw like the Marilyn Monroe like hotel um it was like a really interesting it's like a castle like hotel that like you gotta book like months and months in advance to like get in there and they have like like very extravagant rooms like they got like love seat type beds and like just a bunch of crazy shit I slept outside of that because I could not <laughs> afford it that was cool I had breakfast in that hotel and that was nice uh, but no I could not stay in that hotel um, so I saw that I saw Big Sur which is really pretty I picked up some hitchhikers actually along the way like before I got to Big Sur um, and they were like from France um, and they like only one of them kind of spoke English, but they just had one big sign out of my window that said going to Big Sur, like help or something like that. And I was like, eh, they're probably all right. And I just <laughs> like, picked them up and like, like, I mean, if I'm going to do this shit once, I might as well fucking do it once. And like, they showed me like French rap, which is like pretty baller like actually French rap was pretty fucking hard um and like one dude did not speak a fucking lick of English so like I don't know how the fuck he was getting around <laughs> yeah they were both like, People like, both, you like pretty chill yeah. I picked him up yeah like, I saw the sign I literally did a U-turn I saw the sign on the way to Big Sur and there I was like I was like holy shit they're going to Big Sur I was like fuck it I was like I'm in a great mood and I was like yeah I'll go to Big Sur and they were like yeah, they were, like, so fucking excited, and they just rode it my car. Um, and, like, the whole way there, it was, like, a couple hours away at the time. But, like, the whole way there, they showed me, like, French rap. And then we got to Big Sur, and they did not believe it was Big Sur. 
which was also pretty weird. I was like, no, this is Big Sur for sure, though. No, 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 keep driving, keep driving, keep driving. I was like, look, I promise you, I was like, I speak a lot of English. And I was like, that's fine, Big Sur. <laughs> big Sur, I promise you. Uh, and like, yeah, it was, it was an interesting uh, pair of guys. Like, they just like, like, I drove past Big Sur, and they were like, I think we passed it. I was like, no, we definitely passed it. <laughs> they, they got out of my car, probably on the road, and like hitchhiked another ride backwards. Like, super, super weird experience. Hmm. Um, but then from there, I hit a bunch of different places and like did, did, did a bunch of sightseeing. Like, again, more sleeping, like around the beach, on the beach. Got to San Francisco, stayed in San Francisco, and I was like, that's my final stop is San Francisco. Uh, I literally, I, I figured I'd blow, like, a shit ton of money in San Francisco because, like, it's already expensive as shit. So, like, I, like, went to the pier, and I ate, like, lobster while the sun set over the ocean. Like, the boats were, like, rocking. It, it was fucking gorgeous. Um, the waitress was, like, talking to me, and I was telling her about my whole trip, and she was like, she was like, well, today's my last day of work. Do you want to hang out? I was like, I definitely do. And so, so we hung out that night, and, like, we did, like, obviously fool around that night, but then from there, she was like, like, I don't know what's going on in my head, but I was like, well, you don't have a job now. I was like, you should just, like, travel with me. And she literally traveled from San Francisco to Denver, Colorado with me. The hell? It was insane. <laughs> it was fucking insane. I've never, like, I was like, I thought I was the only fucking crazy person to like do something like this but she was just like yeah she was like today is my last day of work at this restaurant i'm working at and i should have told her to steal some like like lobster or something but like yeah i was like yeah i guess i'll see you after work and she took me to some like was some <clears throat> bar that like you can like like eat like a you can like eat this drink and like blow smoke like a dragon it was fucking crazy it was a weird ass fucking night um, ended with like a beautiful passion of sex. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you were already blowing smoke, so why not blow something else, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn it! I missed the opportunity for that line. <laughs> uh, yeah, but literally from there, like she was supposed to go back to uh to like. Where was she going? I think she was going back to San Diego from San Francisco. And I was like, fuck that. I was like, you can always go to San Diego. I was like, travel with some weird guy you just had sex with. She's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> and literally, like, from there, a bunch of, like, sightseeing, like, went to, like, yeah. She was such a cool chick. Like, so you had, like, a like a, a, a hobo adventure girlfriend almost for a little bit. Like, just... I literally did. I literally <laughs> And I gotta tell you, like, all the weird-ass fucking nights I spent, like, alone in the dark in the trunk of my car, like, thinking, like, I'm about to get fucking murdered out yeah. here. It was super fucking nice to have, like, a second person out there. Yeah. Like, the last trip. Yeah. Um, it's, fu- it's, 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 it's actually funny you say that because, you know, you always talk to people who end up, you know, in relationships. And even myself, when you go and do something 
and you don't have your significant other there, you're like, damn, I kind of wish they were here to see this because it's because you're, you know, so I can see your perspective there after you've traveled for X amount of months and a lot of it has been alone and a lot of self-thought and deep, dark secret and all that kind of stuff. And then to have somebody at least share experiences with, that sometimes is the best part is just sharing the experience with it because then it's like, I know for a fact you got caught multiple times by yourself being like, yo, look at that. And then looking around and realizing you were all by yourself. some kind of shit like this like so how long were you guys traveling together like a week three weeks three months like what was no it was like it was like at least at least a month and a half like at least like two months i think i think two months because i had already by the time i got to san francisco it had been like six to eight months and then like i guess i don't now i'm trying to think I definitely spent like at least two months with her. Yeah. Because we like stopped at random hotels and like different national parks and staying for like a week yeah. at a time. Um, by the time I actually like found a place in Colorado, like when I got back, I was still like crashing on my friend's couches for a couple of months. And she was, and so, she like, was with you? I was doing this. No, by the time we got to Colorado, she was like, okay, I'm going to go back to, like, San Diego where she was gotcha. supposed to do. So y'all established, y'all established this from the jump, kind of like, hey, I'm going to come with you. We're going we're gonna to be adults here and do adult things, but no, no one's going to catch feelings. Um, I think it was pretty, like, well-known because she was like, I got to get back to, like... Gotcha. I guess I didn't really think far ahead. Gotcha. Was like... <laughs> We were, I figured we were only going to be hanging out for like a couple of weeks or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was like two, at least two months. Like, and you can confirm that she doesn't have a child from you, right? 
Oh no, not at all. Okay, just making sure. Just didn't know. With all your with all your escapades across the, the country, you know. Jeez, man, why the fuck are you gonna throw that on the podcast? God damn, man. We've done no. we've done talked about everything else. <laughs> oh my god. I don't even know. I tried to like find her like Oh, so you uh, don't know if there's an illegitimate child out there. I literally Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why the fuck would you throw that in the mix of this podcast? I fucking like haven't talked to this girl since fucking like five fucking years. So oh. fucking next thing I know I'm not gonna do our six year old kicking my shit. <laughs> Oh, that would... Son of a bitch. Yeah, you're already half a liquor bottle deep, so now you're really starting to swirl. Oh, no. You're right. Fuck. <laughs> this is way too good a fucking whiskey, man. This would be a good-ass fucking whiskey. I don't want to waste it. So, so okay. So, real quick, you, you picked her up, but you, when did you know that you were going to go back and, co- to, and stay in Colorado for a, for a good amount of time? So... I made literally so many friends, like, here. And, like, any of y'all that know me, like, I fucking love meeting people. Like, yeah. more than anything. Talking to people, like, find out what their story is, and then, like, you just, like, catch them. Because, like, people don't, like, people don't expect, like, somebody to, like, I don't know. It's, it's hard. It sucks to say, because, like, a lot of people nowadays are, like, always, like, on their guard, you know? Yeah. And it's, like... It, it sucks. So, like, I should always try to be the guy who's like, look, I'm always going to be your friend. Like, if you literally need to call me for anything, just let me know. Um, so I made so many friends, like, along the way from from Colorado and, like, knowing, meeting people that are from Colorado, like, live here. And, I'll, like, all of these people were, like, literally calling me back and being like, just stay in Colorado. Because they knew my story, and they were watching me on fucking Snapchat, and, like, everything I was sending them, they were like, I was just like, yeah, LA's not for me. They were like, well, fucking Colorado is definitely for you. Like, you fit in with Colorado people, like, this, that, the other. Um, and, uh, sorry, I'm getting distracted. I don't know if you guys know, totally side note here, this is my ADD kicking in. We've had a lot of fucking forest fires right now. Yeah. And, like, the air right now is so fucking thick from the forest fire. Like, I'm looking around, like, I don't know if you can see, but, like, yeah, look at that fucking, you see the sunset down there? Yeah. Yeah. On that building. So, like, it's only red because there's so much fucking smoke in the air. And, like, normally I can see mountains off this fucking balcony. I can't see anything. The air is thicker here than I've ever seen. Not to bring down, like, this fun topic that we're talking about. This is like probably the thickest air smoke I've seen this far out of the, the, the woods in a minute. Um, which is something we can talk about in the podcast. <laughs> but anyways. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I met so many fun people that are just like so warm and welcome. Like I had people that were like just like randomly just putting me up like at their place until I could like actually get my feet planted. Um that, like, I was like, it's impossible for me to, to not, like, repay these people back by, like, literally not living here. They yeah. took me up for so long. Yeah. That, and I've made so many fucking friends, like, in this state that, like, I can't possibly imagine being anywhere else at this point. And so, like, I ended up getting a, a job at fucking Verizon while I was here. Um, and 
uh, I worked my ass out of Ryzen, I fucking crashed it, and then I paid everybody back, like, what I feel like I owed them. I, I got them, took them out to the nice dinners, and I was got a bunch of shit drinks and stuff and gifts. Um, it just felt like I owed so many friends that I made here for helping me get to Colorado, because it's just like, it's just like how I feel like everybody here is. It's like, nobody's like snobby, nobody has like ulterior motives here. Like, everyone just really wants to like, just kind of like welcome you with open arms be like, as long as you treat our, our, our beautiful state with respect and the environment, like you don't fucking trash it up, like you're always welcome here. And like, I could not agree more with that. Like, I never left. I know. It's kind of funny. You paid all those people back, but you still never got me a wedding gift. Ooh. God damn it, man. God damn it. <laughs> Oh yeah, nothing like the two dollar picture frames from Walmart that you broke. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I, I stole some of those. So <laughs> I, it's. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was waiting. I, I was waiting for the right opportunity to drop that. So. How did I fucking know that this? <laughs> <laughs> Literally the bane of my existence. I'm like, God damn it! I fucking. I should have gone to that fucking wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which I guess I'm admitting out loud on recording on the podcast, I will forever be in your debt <laughs> for not being able to fucking wedding. I'm so sorry, buddy. <laughs> but I am still going to get you a gift. All right. You've been saying that for six years now, so we'll keep it going. We'll see how long we can it's, go. God damn it. <laughs> well, no, I was supposed to, I had a gift that I was literally going to send you. You did. I had a, I think it was a, like a Broncos flag or like blanket or something no, like that. No, you had, you, had, you had found like, like a Panther was, thing there, yeah. No, no, it was, it was a Broncos thing that I was going to say, like, because it was right after the Super Bowl, yeah. I was going to send it to you, like, burn it for me because uh, I'm like trying to do as much gear as I can and I think I'm I'm pretty sure that my roommates at the time took it <laughs> fair enough they, fair enough they were fucking Broncos fans and they were like this is definitely mine it's yeah. to be your <laughs> fans. I was like, I, was like I, I think maybe no okay fine like, <laughs> I did fucking buy you it was a it was either a flag or a blanket okay but so, I'll fucking send you something, especially because this podcast is fucking dope. Everyone should listen. So, so alright, so you're, you're, how long have you been in Colorado now? Was it been like three years? Four? Um, see, I graduated in 2015 and I left like maybe like March or May the next year after that. It's 2016. Okay, so um, four years, yeah. <laughs> Well, like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, it was for yeah. like eight months, I think. Okay. Maybe, maybe a year. Okay. I, I didn't really get a place until like a year gotcha. later. So like, I pretty much was just traveling around randomly until the year was up, and then at the end of a year, um, I like found a spot in Colorado. Okay. So like, yeah. So like like three years. Three, yeah. It seems like fucking ten, man. I feel <laughs> like I've been here my whole life. Honestly, so, it's crazy. So, you, like you said, you mentioned a little bit ago, you got a job at Verizon, you were doing that, but then before the podcast even started, you said you're living the unemployment life. So, did that shut down once COVID hit? So, 
Um, in January of this year, I had been managing um, a couple of Verizon stores for like a, a hot minute. And I fucking hate retail. It sucks. <laughs> like, I love, love talking to people, but like, I think the problem with retail is like, you have to talk to people as soon as they walk in. Yeah. You know? Like, so like, if I set an appointment with people, I'm like, okay, I'll talk to you like in like a day or so. I'm yeah. Like, like mentally prepared to share. Um, but like, yeah, I've been doing this for like literally since I moved to Colorado and just before COVID, uh, January 1st, um, I had, well, I guess a month before this, I dropped my position for manager. I was like, I just want to sell shit. Cause I was like looking for other jobs. I was getting a whole bunch of other opportunities. And, um, um, yeah, I trying to think of how that, oh yeah. Obviously, so I uh, was. So they were setting it up with like the worst shifts because now that I wasn't a manager, I was like, like kind of taking it easy, and they were just like, "Well, you're gonna fucking work on like fucking Christmas and the day after Christmas, before Christmas, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, like all this shit." And like, I was like, "I'm not gonna fucking do all that." I was like, yeah. "I mean, you're either gonna fire me or yeah. like, I'm I'm just gonna leave." And they were like, okay, okay, fine. Like, I've done so much good work at that company. They were just like, we'll, we'll let you do your thing. I was like, it's fucking Christmas. You're going to make me work on fucking Christmas. Anyways, I think a personal thing. But, so, like, I was supposed to work on New Year's Day. And, like, I already knew this. And, like, obviously New Year's Eve, I drank the whole fucking night. I woke up the next day. I started getting ready for work. And I was like, um, I ended up being late for work. And I'm on my way to work. And, um. The new manager called me. It was actually a buddy of mine because, like, literally I just replaced myself with him. It was like, hey, man, where are you? I was like, oh, I'm going to be kind of late to work. And he said that his manager was like, was like, you know what? Just, like, take the day. Like, just forget it. And, like, something about the way he said take the day made me feel like, like, I don't know. I was like, I already should have been off today anyways. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I think I might take the month. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, I might take the year. And he was like, <laughs> are, you, are you kidding? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I just don't think I want to come to work anymore. And he was just like, <laughs> really? And I was like, yeah. And there was like a pause on the phone. And I was like, so like, how's your day going? Like, it's New Year. So <laughs> like, I'm to breeze over that. And he just like hung up on me. <laughs> quit my job January 1st 2020 and I had like a whole bunch of interviews for like other shit but then as soon as COVID started I fucking like couldn't do anything I had I luckily had a bunch of money saved up but like goddamn, I fucking still can't find a fucking job I've had interviews multiple times over the summer and like what's ended up happening is like because of like it's still fucking affecting everybody they're like so i know i interviewed you this for for this position but like we have to actually close the position entirely like literally my friends who work in these jobs are just like yeah i I don't know what's happening so like sick yeah (laughs) so yeah we're currently on an unemployment train wow so you've been hitting unemployment for eight months huh 
I fucking met it. Wow. Okay. I mean, Spux is like, I, I mean, I guess it's fine. It's like, you know, like, at least it's like paying for like my living situation and shit. Yeah. But like, I mean, I'd like to do anything with, I know everyone fucking on the planet's gonna like scoff at what I'm about to say, but like, playing video games every fucking day and like reading comic books. Like, at a certain point, has some diminishing return. Yeah, no, I agree. I understand. I fucking love it. Um, but, like, like at the start of uh, at the start of COVID, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get healthy and, like, do all this shit. <laughs> Just, like, like, I get my energy off, like, other people. And, like, without, like, a job or being able to see other people, like really fucking tough but like recently over the last like month or so i'm finally getting negative i think things are opening up so i'm getting a lot more like like leeway of like you know like doing zoom interviews and like things like that um so what do you what do you want to do you know what do you want to do god that's like a fucking topic for my therapist and god (laughs) 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 (laughs)
So you, you need to go on a, a three-month trip with a random person you meet who's quit their job. Jim, <laughs> <laughs> come out to Colorado. Yeah. Boy. All right, so, so Lucci, I've got to ask you this because last week when we had the guy on from Colorado, we had to dab into it. How I know because you, you used to dab into the devil's lettuce. I'm surprised you haven't gotten necessarily into You like sales. Why Have you not gotten into maybe thought about – getting into that business or is it just too saturated out there where you feel like it's cliche? No, I wouldn't say it's cliche. I definitely think like there's always, always going to be a market for for cannabis and marijuana. Like, 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 I mean, fuck cannabis is being sold. has been sold for like literally like 150, 200, 300 years now. Right. So like there's always some kind of market for stuff like that. So, I wouldn't say it's cliche, but I will say it's so, so sought after yeah. by many people who move here that me, like, while I do like to, like, like literally after this, I'll probably, like, go to, like, the uh, some dispensary and buy some steam or something like yeah. that, right? Um, I'm actually, like, I don't actually, like, smoke that much. Like, I literally... I, I, I think like smoking should be treated like a fine wine. Like you do okay. it every now and then, you like appreciate it, like, okay. things like that. Um, like I, th- I think this should be, you know, there's fucking alcohol drinkers out there like that. They do yeah. the same thing with like their fucking like bourbon or like yeah. things like that. That's how like so many things like that should be treated. Um, but like there are so many people out here that are so much more passionate about cannabis. Like and like the growth process, the chemistry behind it, and like I just don't think one that I've ever had that like drive for it. Gotcha. Number one, like I mean, fuck, even in college, like yeah, I smoked a shit ton of weed, <laughs> but like and like even then, I was like, oh yeah, I know like a lot about weed. But then fucking you move out here, and you're like, I don't fucking know a goddamn thing about weed. Yeah. Like fucking yeah, like I'll buy a fucking joint for like. 10 bucks and like be kind of happy. Like I, I just, once I moved out here, I just like, I don't know. Like I, I've, I'll buy like weed, like literally every now and then I have thought about doing like dispensary stuff for sure. For yeah. not for weed, but for liquor. Cause I've always loved liquor. Yeah. There was a time in my life. Like I really like appreciated the process for liquor. Yeah. You know, um, I just never like, appreciate it as much and I wish I, I did but like I just have never been that person like yeah like it's like especially in Colorado you know yeah like you can eat like liquor everywhere is like legal yeah you know? like it's just still like question which like by the way fuck that legalized marijuana fucking everywhere number yeah. one number two I've never fucking been like able to like I don't know like never felt like the past that most people feel for it. Okay. I, I think I can do it, the sales aspect for it, but yeah. I think like, I don't know, in, in terms of like, it, it is, it's definitely a very saturated market because so many people literally move here specifically for that and yeah. I just don't have like that, like drive for that. Yeah. I just don't. So what, I know we talked about kind of what you want to do, but what do you see in your future? Is California the place you're dying? You staying there forever? Are you there for 10 years? 15 more years? No, you mean I mean, Colorado. Colorado. Excuse me, my apologies. Yeah, Col- yeah, Colorado. 
or do you see yourself ever coming back to the East Coast? It was it was California. I'm going out there for a week and we get shot. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how I see my future in California. Colorado. Yeah. Honestly, like I I think I want to raise a family here. I think I want to buy a house here. Like, um, it's just so goddamn beautiful here. Yeah. Everything here is the people here are just so warm. So, like, environmentally conscious, so, like, socially conscious, like, just, like, everyone's just, like, very, very aware and, like, up-to-date and just, like, fucking kind, just, like, for humanity's fucking sake. Like, I was never as good as, like, simple things, like, never as good as recycling as I was until I came here. I never fucking hiked in North Carolina until I came here. I never really thought about like political or social issues until I came here. Like everyone is so connected and like, like for lack of a better term, just with it, you know, like it just is like a place where I can see and like feel like I could raise like a fucking family here, you know? So you've gotten old, you've gotten old there is what it sounds like. I feel, that's what I, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I feel like I've been here 10 fucking years. I've gotten fucking old here, man. <laughs> it's crazy. So do you not do you, do you not ever miss your mom? Of course I miss my mom. Hey, you gotta ask it. Mama Luch? Yeah. Hurricane Fran? <laughs> driving the Fran van around town? Whooping people's ass the Italian way? Yeah. <laughs> I, I do fucking miss Mama Lips like all the fucking time. Um, I think that just like if we're really fucking getting into it, I think that, like, at my core of things, like, I don't know if I had as much in common with, like, North Carolina as I, I, I wanted, yeah. you know? I feel like I got put in North Carolina, and I found Colorado, you yeah. know? Like, I, I got placed in Colorado. And I think that everyone in the fucking planet should do kind of what I did of just like traveling like the country and like kind of figuring out what you really like. Like I hate to say, I love North Carolina. I love the fucking Panthers. I love North Carolina. I love my friends in North Carolina. Like don't get me fucking wrong. I love fucking the the people that I, I grew close to in North Carolina. I will always, always have that. But it's only because, like, those people, like, y'all, are fucking genuine and, like, have your heart out for people who also have their heart out for you, you know? And, like, I think, and I hate to say it, but I feel like a lot of North Carolina people that I grew up with, like, fucking lower school, middle school, high school, like, it literally took me until college to find people that I could really truly connect with but then I left college and like I just ran into more like people that I just I don't know I just I didn't always vibe with I'm yeah. I'm, I'm such a people meter like people connector and like some people don't like that North Carolina some people like to keep to themselves and like and I respect that but just like I don't know I just once I got out to Colorado I don't think I found a single person that just like kept to themselves I wish I could literally take fucking, like, put y'all in, like, a ball and, like, fucking 
fucking been in Colorado for as long as I've been. And like, have you fucking be here? Because then I would literally have everyone I care about in fucking Colorado and would have no fucking problems at all. Yeah. But yeah, it's the toughest fucking part has been being away from my family. Yeah. Like, because I, I mean, yeah, have you guys met my sister and my brother? Yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys have yeah. met them. Yeah. Yeah, right? So, so you just see yourself now. You just see yourself whenever you North okay. Carolina is a spot to visit. Oh, I see. Well, I don't see it as a spot to visit. I do, I do see it as like where I grew up. Yeah, you know? I see it as a spot to, to visit in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's always going to be where I grew up. Yeah, it's always going to be a Panther stand. Always going to yeah. be from North Carolina. Cam just yes. wants to make sure next time you're in town, you don't do the okie doke on him at the bar. That's all.
other people. We did like a coin toss, and every time we would go somewhere, you're like, "Yo, we should just flip this coin." porn industry now with the stash. I mean, if you think I haven't already been there. That's true. You're That's true. I've seen I remember another awkward funny Lucci story. Uh one time he came out, Cheeks was there as well at our old rental house, and I think he was definitely taking pictures to send some uh pictures for a lady friend and he was like, Hey guys, um are you supposed to leave your face oh, in it or not? God. And we were like you definitely don't want your face. He was like, oh, shit. I definitely just put my face in these photos. It was next to Jerry in, our, in, our, in the bathroom with the flamingo backdrop as the shower curtain because it was the Jerry and the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember this because somebody knocked on the bathroom and I was very awkward. It was like, I'm busy. <laughs> yeah. It was... Dude, actually, I need this right now because... So somebody asked me recently, they were like, what's some crazy shit like you did in like your college or like older days? And I was like, I don't think I remember fucking a goddamn thing. Cause literally like it was either with y'all or you fucking fucked up all the goddamn time. Yeah. Or, like some random shit. Holy fuck. That's so fucking funny. Dude, we had some fucking funny ass times at your fucking place. We did. We had that apartment and then we had that rental house and then we had, we had yeah. some good old times there. Jeeves, yeah. you have some? Was that a apartment? Was that the one we was... Yeah, what's up? No, we had no. Yeah, it was the one I lived with Nate, and then Jeeves moved in as well. That's that video I have that probably would get me get us in a lot of trouble if I released it in this day and age of you jumping on Jeeves and trying to pull his pants down. Yeah. Because yep. <laughs> if if we did that now, we'd all we'd all be canceled from everything. Surprise! I surprised Jeeves. Yes. 
Dean was not, I like I did that thing where I was just like pinch people's nipples. Yep. Funny. He's not vibe with that <laughs> at all. And so one night, I fucking shirt off, pants up, walked in all creepy like in yep. fucking bedroom, and he was like. Get away from me! You know, it's like I'm ready, but <laughs> <laughs> that one. And I think my other favorite Jeeves and Lucci story was that little back road to our old apartment, and you were in that car, and you and you and you got up to like 120 miles per hour, and you were telling Jeeves, and you like grabbed his hand, and you're like, Jeeves, I ain't afraid to die, I ain't afraid to die, and Jeeves is like, I am, I am, I am, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and we all just fucking died. Harry, he's going straight, and all of a sudden he's like, he mashes his gas pedal, and all of a sudden it's like steering wheel starts checking off. Here we go. And it's like a, I mean, it's only like a you know two hundred yard street. It's not too too long, and he's gunning it. And G, I just remember Jeeves getting out of the car about like shit his pants. Yes, dude, I'm not gonna lie. So like. I've never been, like, the best driver on the planet, but, like, whenever... Jesus oh, yes! Been, like, you remember that time we knocked all the things off with your car that one night when you hit all the things, uh, your mirrors or whatever? No, wait, what? It was me, we you, and Jeeves. It was me, you, and Jeeves, we were going through Burkdale or something, and all of a sudden we're driving at night, and I think you hit someone's mailbox and, like, almost not... You knocked their mailbox over and hit your side mirror off. You know what's fucking terrible is that I don't remember this thing. Yeah. <laughs> so the night that I thought you were going to ring up was the night that I was really fucking drunk and I hit that curb so hard my tire popped. Oh, yeah. And we stopped at the gas station because we were just trying to get like one gas and like fix that tire. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And I went into the gas station to get ice and the guy was like, you have to pay for that. And I was like... <laughs> I have to pay for ice? <laughs> and he was like, yes. And I was like, I don't want to pay for ice. Well, he said it was like 15 cents. Like, and you were like, I'm not paying for that. 15 cents for some ice? It was the principal, Jacob. <laughs> yeah. It was the principal. Well, then it was. I was so mad. No, and then, it, and then the, the, the thing, because uh, Cheeks was there, and then he said something about, like, your mama. And, like, Cheeks was like, oh, whoa, 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 And, like, because you were about to jump over the counter and literally beat this guy's ass. Yeah, because he didn't speak English, but then he made a fucking your mama joke. Yeah, And yeah. he was like, he's like, that's why you fucked like your ma. Yeah. And I was like, whoop, 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 like, was like, fuck you, man, don't talk about my mama. And, like, Cheeks was like, okay, yep. all right. <laughs> no, I I do remember Jesus being in my car, though. Yes. The, uh, I ain't afraid to die. Yeah, that was a fantastic story. So, all right, Lucci, I, I sent you a bunch of notebook questions. Jeeves, are you ready? Oh, shit. It's the uh, warehouse distillery. I'll give you some time. I'll give you some time. You're good. It's the warehouse distillery, Escape 109, Wine of the Bridge notebook. Lucci's going to pick a question while he's looking or getting a beer fill up. Uh, if you haven't joined yet, don't forget to join our NFL Pick'em League on Yahoo. ID is 476, password is Beards with a capital B. Cam, have you jumped in that yet? I have not, but I got your email the other day. Um, I'm definitely going to join that. I was interested because everything I've been doing... 
Yeah. You broke up there. I missed that last little bit. Yeah. Oh, everything completely canceled, like fantasy football. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm trying not to, like, get too hyped for it in case it gets canceled, but I still got to kind of prepare like the season's going on, so. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah. All right, Lucci, did you need to look for a question or do you got one? Who, me? Yeah, and those those pictures I sent you. Let me look, let me look, let me look. Let's look. And yeah, uh... Honestly, you sent me so many pictures, I was like... <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's just answer all of them. Fucking lightning round, let's fucking go, <laughs> Like... <laughs> Well, just if you see one, grab your eye. Just ask it. Obviously, one that hasn't been checked yet. Uh, okay, one that I haven't even checked yet. All right, give me a minute because I haven't even. Uh... No worries. It's all right. Let's see. Jaren, Jaren just came down here and says you look like a porn star. Jaren. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh my fucking god. Yes. Oh. I barely remember that fucking video. It's because it's like a fucking. 22nd video. Yeah. yeah, and then you showed us the, the dive to loot with an hour and a half of it. Well, yeah, because that's the better one. Yeah. you got to watch it all the way through the end. Yeah. Like a movie. Yeah. Cam, if you get a chance after this, go to YouTube and search, This Is My PP. And yes. then it's a guy dancing around singing this song over and over. It's a Chris Lucci special. He used to put it on while we were drinking. Yep. Just one of those things you search with your incognito browser on, or what? <laughs> 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 we used to we used to drink out on Jay or uh, Roland's fucking uh, not the balcony, whatever your backyard. Yeah, our Roland's yard, and then everyone would come in and I'd already have it loaded up yep. and just fucking creep eyes. <laughs> Yep. This is my baby. Yep. Hey, you kind of look like that guy right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> I accept that. I accept that. <laughs> I'll accept that, Faith. Yeah. Look, if you look, you can twist. Oh, the old... I, I feel like I need to be in an evil villain's movie. Yeah. But no one will fucking hire me, goddammit. It's restrictions, man. It's coming. It's coming. Flip a coin. Um, let me let me look at. All right, I'm gonna do two things. I'm gonna turn the lights on out here, and I'm gonna look at this list. But I'm gonna tell you right now, one of those, like right here. All right, the first thing I see on the. When was when was the last time you lied about how much you had to drink? Every time I go to the doctor, like <laughs> like see lightning round, lightning yep. round. You so it was. When was the last time you lied about how much you too much you've had to drink? Was that it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I guess also, it is. A, yeah, about every time I would, I would say, like you every said. Every single time I go to the doctor. Oh, oh yeah, uh, absolutely, yeah, exactly. If I tell them I drink like half a bottle of fucking bourbon whiskey on a random fucking Tuesday, he'd be like, "All right, well, 
I'm going to have to check some things off. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a specialist that you can talk to in three weeks, okay? <laughs> there you go, there you go. Also, wait, before I look at, like, an uh, actual question here, this is my little guy right here on the camera. <laughs> Say, hey, Luke. <laughs> It's all right. It's okay. No worries. He's waving. Oh my God, he's so big. He is, man. You ever seen a weird guy in a mustache? Holy hell! Luke looks so big. He is, man. This is terrifying, man. Yeah. All the drunk shenanigans we've had, and here we go. Right? Here we go. What's his, his, like, favorite words right now? How old is he? He is, he's two and a half, he'll be three in November. So, he's just doing everything right now. He's definitely got some some favorite words, right? He's actually a little bit behind on his words right now, because his ears were clogged. We didn't know that until, like, two years into his life. We finally got everything drained out and scraped oh out. So he's just now able to hear fully like a couple months ago. So But he loves fart he loves fart noises. So if you go <laughs> So Oh my god, just like his old man. Exactly. Cam, did you fall asleep? Oh, I think did Cam freeze. Oh, okay. He did freeze. Yeah. Jeeves, how, when's the last time you lied about having your drinks? Probably around this time last year when I was getting my physical for work. For, uh, insurance credit. I got a good coach. Yeah. That's true. Cam, what about you? Uh, not to piggyback on everybody else, but yeah, the doctor. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's the easy one. Yeah. Okay, wait. I got one. Okay. So... What? Uh, ooh. Well, see, this is what I'm saying. I can do. I can do lightning rap. Freaking Jesus! Sorry. Uh, um. So, what was your favorite childhood snack? It's gotta be Capri Sun. Like, not even a snack, but like, you get a fruit pack and a Capri Sun, and you're freaking good. I mean, I'd have to go like, cause it was specialty. Would be those uh, what's the Lunchables? Because I feel like you only got those. You got those every now and then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hold on. Ah, it's so dark. Oh, set setting the mood for the video. This is what I do on my pornos. Yes. Yes. So your Dunkaroo beers was your favorite kid snack? No, the, the, the Dunkaroos <laughs> was, was, the, was my favorite because, like you said, you didn't do those very often. You only got those, like, when mom or dad got paid on, on a Friday, they go on Saturday and you get them or whatever. Um, so anytime you got those, you kind of get them real slow and chocolate and everything. <laughs> Yeah. I want a fucking Dunkaroo beer. 
Yeah, it's out there somewhere. Mom. All right, Cam. I didn't quite hear the question. What your favorite childhood snack? Oh, I bought a five-pound bag of trolley gummy worms today. I saw that. I actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to make sure you were okay because you got a little dark and deep there on the end of that tweet. Okay. All right. All right, Chris. We'll give you one. We'll give you one more. Then we got to sign off since we're at an hour and a half here. And we'll definitely have you back, though. It's all good, I man. No worries. Alright, let's look. Let's look. Let's look. Let's look. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I said hold on. Um, <laughs> um, oh, man. Would you rather have been on the original cast of Jersey Shore or Party Down South? Oh, I'm sorry. As a time, as a time as I am, party down south. Got to. Wait, really? don't you don't you mean Jersey Shore? Absolutely. Don't you mean? No. Really? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Not even for a second. You know why? Because those people are not Italian. They are orange, orange douchebags. <laughs> There's your North Carolina coming out in you. <laughs> exactly. There yeah. you go. That's the North Carolina in me. I'll be Italian true and true, but those kids are not Italian. I'm sorry. I can't. Maybe Vinny. Maybe yeah. Maybe Vinny. He's Italian, but everybody else. They're too orange. <laughs> I, I'm with you on the part down south, but for the sole reason that the people from Jersey Shore are still writing checks, getting checks from MTV years later. I would have to say I would have to say Jersey Shore because like Vinny and Polly have just got a second season of this bogus dating show they're doing. They got this Jersey Shore family vacation where it's just like it's easy money. Yeah, I'm, so I'll say I'm, that. I'm with Jacob on that one. I didn't know that was still a thing. Oh yeah. I said I said I'm with Jacob on that one because like 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 you said DJ DJ Polly D and Vinny got to show off of that. Just saying, with the checks, we keep coming in is where I'm at. Yeah, 
the longevity of the job. Cam, Cam, what's... No, I need to hear Cam. Cam, you're with me, right? Come on. Not to show my what? I was, what, I was in seventh grade. Reggie Short first came out. And, like, you got to think, as a seventh grader, like, I was like, whoa, this is like adult partying and having it. Did he leave? <laughs> he left, yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm leaving this podcast. I'm very upset at everybody. <laughs> I'm the only Italian kid here that looks at this show is like, what the fuck do I want? Again, seventh grade. This is the only thing in the world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so Cam has an excuse, but you too. Damn it. Damn Yo, it, it came out in the prom, like I think it was my junior or senior year in college. And again, even though Cam was in seventh grade, it was something in college like, wait, these people are getting paid to go out and party? And I mean, it was just like, it was reality TV like we hadn't really seen before. Now, yes, I'll give it to you. Party Down South people, I would definitely relate more to it. But those people from Jersey Shore, like, to me, P- DJ Paul D is probably one of my favorite reality TV characters of all time. Like, he's always got good vibes. He's just a funny yeah. dude. Yes, I would party relate to Party Down South people more. But I think overall, I mean, they're still, again, Paulie D and Vinny just got a, a, a joke show that's basically a knockoff punk. They're still cashing checks. I mean, it's unreal. So, based solely on that, I got to go with it. I mean, to be fair, they were, they were the best personalities on that entire show. Yeah. They were the best. Like, the only reason anything after that is because everyone's like, what the hell is this thing? Yeah. And it was always lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but yeah, no, everybody, there wasn't, I can't think of a single person, like, that's ever saw Jersey Shore was like, no, I don't like that. Exactly. I don't like, like, Polly, whatever his name was, his name Polly what? Yeah, Polly D, yeah. Polly yeah. D. Yeah, they were, they, they were just the funniest, like, dudes on yep. that show. They always said something hilarious. It has been it's been good. You got any final parting words? I think it was a solid episode there. We covered about everything we could. We covered a good bit of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'd say uh, all y'all move out to Colorado. That's all I can say. <laughs> it's way better. I can still support the Panthers here and North Carolina here, but it's just like really cool people. Yeah. So. All right, Jeeves. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, Cam. Thanks for stopping by. Lucci, stay stay on after so we can do a, a quick photo that I can post on social media and stuff. But uh, yeah, man, that was good. It was good catching up with you. It'd been a while. I know we've gotten bits and pieces via text and you know different social media accounts. But yeah, it was good to finally get the get get somewhat of the full story and how, and you know know that you're doing well out there in Colorado, even though you you know you lived that homeless life and now unemployment life for the whole year. So. Yeah, Yeah, right? There you go. All right, Jeeves, how do we finish the podcast, man?